Well, praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour and we'll be taking calls. We'll be praying for prayer requests, answering questions, however the Lord leads tonight. But let's lead by following God. Let's follow him right now into prayer. Let's just seek him right now. And I hope you'll pray with me. I hope you'll pray for me. Pray for this next hour that the Lord will do an amazing work as he always does. Whenever God moves, he is amazing and he is awesome. So, Father, we thank you. And we come into your presence right now, Lord, boldly before you. Because your son, Jesus Christ, cleansed us, washed us, redeemed us, renewed us. He saved us, Lord, that we might boldly come before your throne. But we also come humbly. And, Lord, we come thankfully, thankful for who you are. So, Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, take over this next hour and just fill these airwaves, Lord. Fill the homes, fill the cars, fill, Lord, wherever people are listening, just fill that place right now with your presence, with the power, the strength, the love, the grace of an awesome and mighty God. So we thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, again, I say, you are welcome to take over. Lead us, guide us, Lord, that we might be in your presence tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord again. And I just want to welcome you to the program. Again, let me remind you, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. If you were listening last week, you know that I wasn't here. I was on my way back from uh, from Fremont, California. I was invited up to a pastor's conference and knew I wouldn't make it back in time. So uh, I just want to thank uh, Stephen and, and, and Mark for, for filling in for me last night, maybe last week. So uh, again... I uh, just want to welcome you to the program. Hey, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayers, if uh, whatever's going on in your life, whatever is happening right now, and you want to bring it before the Lord, I encourage you to call in tonight. We have lines open, and we are ready to take your calls at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. But let me remind you, what the Bible tells us in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, it tells us, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize. God sympathizes. Jesus sympathizes with all of our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, in all things as we have been, yet without sin. Jesus was tempted in every way. Jesus went through everything that we go through. So he can sympathize with your situation, with your circumstance. He knows exactly how you feel and what you're going through right now. He says, therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, what's your time of need? What's going on with you? You know, we're here, it's what, just a little after midnight on Sunday morning, the Lord's Day, and happy Lord's Day to you all. But, you know, it's it's a time when you have the ability, you have the opportunity to call in for prayer, to seek the Lord in prayer. Don't let this time go by. Call in early, call in and let's pray. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888 995-5552 995-5552 for the live on the air calls. Yes, we are live. We're here in studio. We're here. 
to take your calls and pray with you. So let's pray. Hey, if you have a question, something you want to ask, something about Christianity, something about the Bible, something about the, uh, doctrine or theology, world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever, whatever is your question, let's open the Bible. Let's seek the Lord for the answer to your question. You know, I was uh, uh, in line uh, a few days ago, last week, and while I was in line, I met this guy, and he was a Buddhist. And, you know, we, we just started talking. And I started asking him questions about Buddhism, and he didn't know. And I said, don't you think that these questions are, are worth seeking the answer to? I said, what do you think happens when you die? He says, well, I don't know. I think maybe we're reincarnated. Because he says Buddhism believes in reincarnation. So I asked him, I asked him questions about reincarnation and like, uh, well, well, are you when you when you come back? Do you come back as a person, as a human being? Do you come back as a as an animal? And he says, well, I don't know. I said, what about what about you know, the afterlife? Well, I don't think there is an afterlife. Why? You know, these are questions. You know, I like Josh McDowell's uh, book that says uh, the title says. Evidence that deserves an answer. Well, questions deserve an answer. And if you have a question tonight, you deserve an answer. And let's see if we can find the answer to your question tonight. So call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls for prayer requests, questions, testimonies, praise reports, whatever's going on, whatever you need help with. Whether it's prayer or a question, whether it's whatever, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. Again, we want to remind you that uh, we get together on Friday nights for prayer and worship. So if you're in the area, or even if you're not in Arcadia or the Pasadena area, come out to LA Gypsy Church. You know, we meet every Friday night at 8 p.m. The address is 805 North First Avenue, that's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, every Friday night, uh, we might, well, we're going to be continuing our, our, our studies in, in Esther. We were together last night. We, we were in Esther, the third chapter. We're going to continue our studies in Esther till we finish Esther. And then we're going to go into the, we're going to jump into the Old Testament next year and go into Genesis. So it's a good time to get started in the study of God's Word. It's, it's always a good time to study God's Word. So come on out to LA Gypsy Church in Arcadia. Number The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North 1st Avenue. Arcadia, California, and uh, we get together again Friday nights at 8 p.m., so I hope you'll come out. Uh, here's another thing. Would you pray this week about supporting us? If you're blessed by this program, if the Lord has used this program to bless you, or if you just feel compelled by the Holy Spirit to just help us stay on the air, I encourage you to make a check out, write a check, uh, large or small donations, everything helps, and whatever comes in, Every dollar that comes in goes directly to keeping us on the air here at KKLA. So be assured that your donation keeps us here at KKLA. So I hope you'll consider, pray uh, about uh, sending in a donation and helping us out to stay on the air. Uh, the You can make it out to uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour and send your your donations to P.O. Box 93917. 
That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Don't worry if you didn't get it. If you didn't get the address, you'll get it again before we go off the air. So get a pencil ready. Also, you can listen to us on podcast. So if you've missed the program, you want to share the program with somebody, you can tell them to listen to us on podcast at kkla.com. Just look for the podcast page. It's a little complicated. The website is a little complicated at KKLA, but it's worth it. There's a lot of stuff going on. Just look for the menu, and you'll see podcast page. Just go for it. Download the uh, free app and listen to what's going on here at KKLA. You could also listen to the program uh, live. Listen to the KKLA uh, programs live streaming. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great app. Keeps you informed on what's going on. Okay, again, we're going to go to our phone lines now. So uh, just... Uh, Call in tonight with your questions. Call in tonight with your uh, prayer requests. I encourage you, call in tonight. It's early. Get your calls in early. We want to get to, to all the to everything we want to do tonight. And as the Lord leads, call in. It's 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls for your prayer requests and Questions and testimonies and praise reports, topics, whatever you want to talk about tonight. As long as it's uh, biblical, it's on the Bible, it's on Christianity, it's on world religion, whatever. If it's doctrine, theology, whatever it is, call in 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller. We're going to talk to Vicky. Hi, Vicky. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How you doing? Okay. Hey, Vicky, you there? You hear me? There you go. Hi, Vicky. How are you? Okay. Hi, hi. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm thankful. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Praise the Lord. Glad That's to be good. here. Okay. I have a question. I would like for you to uh, minister to us, everyone that's listening. On Acts one eleven, it says, "Man of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back." in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Mm. Well, you know, the, 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 they were standing there, and they were in amazement because Jesus was being lifted up from their midst. He was going into heaven. He was, he was ascending into heaven. And the angels say, you know, why are you, why, why are you looking in the sky? This Jesus who is being taken to you, into heaven on the clouds will also come to you. He will he will return in the clouds, uh, the same way you you're watching him leave. That's the same way he's going to come back. He's 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 leaving in the clouds and he's going to come back to receive his church. Yeah. And I, I I was I was thinking you know as you were reading that it, it tells us this uh, in in First Thessalonians that uh, that Jesus will return. It talks about the uh, yes. Him coming back, he says, For we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend. Now remember, he was ascending up into heaven. Now it says, He will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them. Where? In the clouds to meet yeah. the Lord in the air, so we shall all always be with the Lord. So it's talking about the rapture of the church, 
And it says we're going to meet the Lord. He's, we're going to see, see him descending from heaven, and we're going to be taken up and meet him in the clouds. And then again, yeah. in, in Revelation, it says that he's going to come back. He's coming back on a, 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 sitting on, upon a, a white horse, coming back for, for battle to defeat the enemy, to defeat those who follow, who follow Satan. And there's going to be a great battle of Armageddon. Him, right? And we will, we will be with him. Yes, we will Amen. be with him. Thank you, Sam. God bless you, you Vicki. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for your call. Bye. And if you'd like to call in tonight, you can call in tonight at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Savag. Is that your name? Yes. How are you, Pastor? Good, Savag. How are you doing? Good. I've been. I've called a couple of times before, but I actually have a praise report and a prayer request. Okay, go ahead. Let's Let's hear the praise report. All right, the praise word is today is my 39th birthday. Well, happy birthday. And uh, uh, God uh, has sent me a Christian girlfriend, and it was the best birthday ever because we centered it on God, and God is so good. Well, praise the Lord. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you know, people call all the time asking, you know, for, for prayer that they would meet somebody, that the Lord would send somebody in their life, and I'm so glad the Lord sent someone to you, and I pray everything uh, works out in the God's will is done for both of you. And, and, God, and, and God knows that, you know, I've gone through a lot of, you know, back and forth, but this is the one that I, I, I have fallen in love with her soul. Praise the Lord. And she feels the same way. Uh, but my prayer request is that if you could pray for us, please, that uh, me, uh, her and I uh, keep our relationship strictly on God and not let our flesh Right. Praise the Lord. So, Vag, what's your girlfriend's name? Gabriella. Gabriella. Well, Father, we pray for Savag. And Gabriella, I just bring them before you, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that you would sanctify this relationship. Lord, that this relationship would be set apart for you. That they would focus their relationship as they grow closer to each other, that they would draw closer to you. Father, that the Holy Spirit would be the one who binds them together. Lord, if this is meant to be, Lord, and if this if there is marriage in the future for these two, Lord, then I pray, Father, that your will would be done and accomplished, and, Lord, that you would just bless them abundantly in every way, Father. But I pray, Lord, that you would keep them pure, keep them set apart for your for your work, for your testi- for the testimony of your grace and your mercy and all the things that you do, Father. I just pray, Lord, that their minds would be on you and that secondary their minds would be on each other, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would, that you would anoint, sanctify, and just... Bless them in every way, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so God, much. Have a blessed night. God bless you, Savag. You have a blessed night, too. Well, we want to pray for uh, a few prayer requests that I have here. We want to pray for Mimi. Uh, she sent me an email. She's uh, looking forward to doing some uh, completing her education and exams, and she wants things to go well. and her, her job and many things that she, she wrote in her email that she wants to pray for. But most importantly, she wants to pray for salvation for Seth, Valerie, and Kylie. We also want to pray for the White family in Atlanta. Our sister uh, went home to be with the Lord. Butnir went home to be with the Lord. And we want to pray for, for, for Charlie and for Robert, the family, uh, who's left behind. Uh, and, 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 and just pray the 
comfort of God, peace of God upon them. We also want to pray for the Drake family, uh, for God's comfort and peace upon them. So, Father, I just thank you, and I praise you that we can come before you, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father, your peace upon each and every one. Lord, I pray your power, your strength, your guidance for, for me, me, Lord. I just pray that you would bless her abundantly. And I pray for Robert and for Charlie and for the family. I pray for Jimmy Drake and the family, Father, that you would give them all peace and comfort, that you would lead them, guide them, and direct and provide for their needs, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, uh, we're a live program, so call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we have, let's see, we have another Vicky. So let's, pray, let's, let's talk with Vicky. Hi, Vicky. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Oh, Sammy, thank you. Um, I just wanted to ask for prayer for wisdom and a decision, because there's somebody in the church I need to be honest with, but this Mm -hmm. person is somewhat pharisaical, and I don't know how to deal with their reaction to something that um, may cause a bunch of presumptions and assumptions, and I have a lot of rejection issues, and I don't know how to deal with that. Mm. If they react a certain way, I don't know how to deal with that right now, because I'm really hurting inside and still trying to heal from a lot of rejection issues, and I just don't know how to tell them, you know. I I don't know how to go about this at all. Well, we don't know how, but the Lord does. You know, and I want to encourage you with, with Scripture, with James, the first chapter, it says in the fifth verse, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So we must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. And that man ought to expect nothing from the Lord. So let's, let's pray. We pray in faith. We pray for direction. We pray for guidance, Lord. I just pray for Vicky right now, Lord, that you would give her the wisdom that you have said you would give us, that, you, that, that would be given to us, Lord, through James. You sent your word through James, Lord, that if anyone lacks wisdom, we can ask you, Lord. Lord, we don't say we're going to do this or we're going to do that. We don't make presumptions, Lord. We say, let God's will be done, if the Lord wills. And Father, if it's your will, Lord, for Vicky to speak to this person, I pray, Lord, that you would give her wisdom, give her direction, give her the power of the Holy Spirit to speak words, Lord, of love and grace, reconciliation, Lord, that that things would be taken care of in a godly way. Lord, that you would lead her and guide her, Father, that there would be good, that, that you would use this, Lord, to further your kingdom, to further to, sh- to show your grace and your love and your mercy. Lord, I pray that you would use Vicky in this person's life, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you do it according to your will, according to your grace and your mercy, for wisdom and grace, in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That was beautiful. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Vicky. God bless you. Let us you know. Too. Let me know how it works out. Call me if you, after you talk to her. Call us and let us know. Okay. I will. God bless. I will. Thank Bye. You too. Okay. Um, again, the number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We've got some more callers, so let's continue the calls, and we're going to talk to Doreen. Hi, Doreen. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can I help? Hi. Hi. Um, well. 
Am I, um, can I have a prayer request before I ask the question? Sure. What do you want to pray about? Well, um, I'm the primary caretaker of my mother. I know God prepared me for this job, but um, I'm doing it, and it's, it's quite difficult. But my mother is declining, and I would like to just put her in the Lord's hand in prayer tonight. And, and also my boyfriend, my boyfriend's son, her name is Nellie, and my boyfriend's son has mental health, and um, he's declining really, really, he's spiraling right now, and we'd also like to put him in prayer. His name is Ricky. Well, Father, we just come before you. Lord, Doreen and I come before you, and all the listeners tonight, Lord, who are praying with us right now, we pray for Sally. Lord, that as her health declines, Lord, that her, her, her soul and her spirit would be rejoicing. Her spirit and her, and her soul, Lord, would be blessed by you, Father, and that you would prepare Sally, Lord. Father, that you would prepare her for the day, for whatever that day is, Lord, that she will meet you, Lord. And I pray for, for Doreen, Lord, that you would just empower her with your grace and your mercy, with your love and your, your just, Lord, Lord, with all she needs, Lord, to take care of her mom. Lord, we, we love our parents, Lord, and we care for them. But sometimes it gets hard. And especially in this situation, Lord, as, they, as, as, as they're getting ready to meet you, Lord, sometimes it's hard, it's always hard to let go. But, Lord, I pray for Doreen. I pray for grace and mercy. I pray for power and strength, Lord. And I pray for Sally, Lord, that her time here would be blessed until the time that you take her home, Lord. And I pray for Ricky, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your healing would be upon him, Lord. Lord, that whatever's going on, the grace and mercy of an awesome God who does abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask would be upon him, Lord. I just pray for a miraculous turn of events, a miraculous healing, a miraculous touch of your Holy Spirit upon him, Father, and that you would do all that you desire to do, Lord, that, 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 that you would astound doctors, that you would astound uh, whoever's taking care of him and taking tests, Lord, that the tests would, would show the work of Almighty God. We pray in Jesus' name, Lord, and we give you all the honor and praise, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, my question is, Okay. Um, Jehovah's Witness, are they considered a cult? Yes, they are. And a cult can be defined two ways. Uh, first, a, a cult is defined by a, a group of people who, are surround, who, who surround themselves upon, around a specific leader, and that one leader dictates and, and, and guides and directs their entire life. They, they just follow a person. Or it can be defined as uh, a group of people that follow a specific teaching that, that is contrary to what the Word of God teaches us. You understand? The, uh, a cult of Christianity would be like Jehovah Witnesses because uh, Christ, in Christian belief, we believe in the Trinity. We believe in one God. Uh, revealed in three persons, and those three persons are eternally distinct. Well, they don't believe in the Trinity. So that's, that would define them as a cult because they deny uh, an essential uh, of the Christian doctrine. And there are, many, there are many things that they deny. They deny the deity of Christ. They do not believe that Jesus Christ is God. They believe that he's actually Michael, the archangel, uh, who was created by God, and then uh, when he came to the earth, he was changed into Jesus. So they don't believe in that Jesus is God. They believe he's Michael the archangel. Uh, they believe 
Uh, they don't believe in, in, in a literal hell. They believe in what's called, when, when people die who, who do not believe in, 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 in Jehovah, when they die, they are annihilated. They believe, they have the doctrine of annihilation. They don't, they don't believe that, that, that people uh, have uh, an eternal destiny in hell who reject God. So there are many beliefs in Jehovah's Witnesses that would define them as a cult. So does that answer your question? And I was just wondering what what sure what, does. what uh what brought this what brought this up? Uh, did you meet a Jehovah Witness? Have you been talking to one? Hello? Me. So we said, well, well, he's the one that came up with the question. I go, well, let's call and find out. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, <laughs> Dory. Well, I... Oh, because he had a conversation with your Jehovah's Witness. Today. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, they, they've even changed the Bible in some areas. You know, they, they, they have their own translation of the Bible. It's called the New World Translation. And they've literally changed right. and added things so that, so that the, the Bible reads the way, the way they believe. So it's, it's just something to stay away from, uh, something to, you know, if you want to read more about it, uh, there's a great uh, uh, chapter in The Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin on Jehovah Witnesses. He devotes a whole section of, the, of his book to Jehovah Witnesses. Okay? Well, uh, Walter Martin. It's called Walter Martin, okay, Walter Martin so Kingdom of the Cults. Okay, great, great question. Glad we can help. God bless. And if you have a question like Doreen, or if you have a prayer request, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls for questions, praise reports, and prayer requests. So call in tonight. 888-995-5552. Let's go back to our phone lines. We're going to talk to Chris. Hi, Chris. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Chris, you need to turn off your radio, man. You need to... Are you there? Hello, Chris, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think we might have a bad connection, though. Can you hear me? Okay, how about now? No, that's great. I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Well, um, anyway, two questions. Um, one is I am a little confused about uh, Jesus. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but can I ask you, Pastor Sam, did Jesus come from heaven mm. and then come back down to earth into the womb of the Virgin Mary? Um, is, is that true or not true? Oh, that's absolutely true. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Jesus has existed for all eternity. He has no beginning. In, in, in Revelation, he, 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 he claims to be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I believe it's in Philippians that, that tells us that Jesus is equal with the Father. He's equal with God. He existed uh, before the beginning of time. He is God. He is the second person of the Godhead. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Jesus existed before his birth in Bethlehem. And but why, why did he not come as an adult already? Why did he have to come uh, and be born by the Virgin Mary? 
because he had to be a human being. See, Jesus oh. is the first person ever to be born who had two natures. He, oh. he is fully God and fully man, both at the same time. He is 100% God and 100% man at the same time. He has two natures, a divine nature and a human nature. Now, so you mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so you mean to tell me that uh, before he came from heaven, he was not human? He was divine. He was divine. He is God. You know, okay. You okay. Know, think about this. Okay. In Genesis, it's, it mentions all three persons of the Trinity. It says, in the beginning, God, there's the Father, created the heavens and the earth, and the Spirit of God brooded over the waters. So there's the Holy Spirit right there. And then God said, let there be light. And when it says, he said, let there be light, yes. he uses the word, the logos, so that, 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 that reveals Jesus Christ, all three persons of the Trinity, right there at the, the beginning of the earth. And then when, at Jesus' baptism, when he, was, when he came up out of the water, it says that they heard a voice from heaven. This is my beloved son, yeah. uh, whom, whom I'm well pleased. And they saw the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. So you have all three persons of the Trinity right there. The Father speaking from heaven, the Son in the water being baptized, and the Holy Spirit descending upon him as a dove. So we see and, that, that, there are, that there are three persons in the Trinity. We believe in one God. We don't believe in three gods. We believe in one God. And that one God is revealed in three persons. And, and Father God, well, they're all one. They're mm -hmm. all one. The Trinity is one. But I, okay, the, and now you probably can't answer this, of course, but just, just kind of curious. Why didn't he, Father, well, why didn't God have a wife since he had a son? Because God is not, God is not a human being. He doesn't need a wife. And God doesn't, uh, uh. see, here's the thing. God is beyond our comprehension. Believe me, there's no yeah. way we can understand God. We're human beings. We okay. understand everything from a human's perspective. You know, how can somebody have a family or have a son or have a daughter without a marriage, without being married? Uh, uh, you, you, you don't have children without having a, 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 you know, a, the normal way of being born. Well, God is not like that. He's beyond that. He created human beings. He created marriage. He created the the way people are the way people are born. So he doesn't need to have to, he doesn't need to have a wife to have a, to, 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 to reveal himself as a as the son. Okay. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? I, it, yeah, the Trinity I, is beyond yeah. our understanding. It's beyond our comprehension. Yeah. But we can. Well, but we can take this. We can take the teaching of the Bible and say, what does the Bible say about God? What does the Bible say about His nature? What does the Bible say about His character? About who He is? And we see the Father. We see the Son. We see the Holy Spirit. And the only way that we can can even begin to understand God is to know that He is a Trinity. He's he's a he is one God revealed in three persons, and those three okay, persons that, are yeah. eternally distinct. Yeah, that's that's great. Thank you for explaining that. Now, and you know, I just thought of this question quickly. Do you know of a teacher professor? I don't know if he's a pastor, but he comes out on one of those Christian stations. His name is Andrew Wolwak. 
Woolwick? No, no, I've never heard of Andrew Woolwick. You know, oh, okay. Why, why do you ask that. about him? What is, he, what is, what is his oh, teaching? Oh, well, because he, uh, he really, he has a book out called Did Someone Tell You That You're Naked? Something like that. Uh-huh. And I thought that's an odd title, but it's about Adam and Eve and after um, they sinned and everything. And right. They, uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, so he... He's really, really a great teacher, but, you know, if you're not that, you know, extremely knowledgeable about the Bible, you know, you don't want to take it in and find out that he's not teaching properly, but he comes out on TBN, and um, I find him to be phenomenal because he really breaks everything down, and he's basically saying that, uh, you know, you could completely sin, you know, sin all the time, but he loves you and forgives you, and uh, he's already the next sin. He's already got that covered for you. Yeah, is that kind of true. Well, I, I, you know, that 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 kind of raises a red flag for me, because yeah. you know, because I, I, I don't, I don't like people who say that you can sin and sin and sin, uh, and don't worry about it because of the grace of God, because the Bible doesn't tell us that. You know, uh, that sounds like he's preaching something called hyper grace. Hyper grace mm. now tells you that uh, because your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, it doesn't matter anymore how you live or how much you sin. You don't have to confess your sins anymore. You don't have to repent because they're all covered under the grace and the mercy and the blood of Jesus. Well, you know, the Bible does not tell us that. The Bible tells us that we are saved by grace through faith. And this is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. So, yes, we have the gift of grace. But what does Paul say? Uh, Because we have grace, should we uh, sin even more so that grace would be seen and abound? God forbid, he says. May it never be. So God never tells you go ahead and sin don't worry about how you live you can it doesn't matter how much you sin because because the the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death and because of your sin jesus had to die on the cross so 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 when you when you come to jesus and you and you learn how much he suffered and how much what he did for you on the cross how he suffered and died and shed his blood because of our sins. He paid our debt totally. I mean, why would we? Why would we slap Jesus on the face? Why would we? Di- why would we disgrace his his sacrifice be- so that we can sin and continue doing what we did that caused him to go on the cross in the first place? If you love Jesus, if you appreciate what he did for you, you're going to want to separate yourself from the evil of this world, from the sin of this world, and you're going to want to live according to to, to the way God wants you to live. You know, Revelation uh, uh, 4.11 tells us that we were created to please God, and we were living a life that was not pleasing to God. It was it was abhorrent to God. It was it, it, it was an abomination to him. He couldn't look upon us, but he still loved us. And he loved yeah. us so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Why would we want to disgrace his sacrifice, living a life in sin, just so he can, just so he can say, well, it's, it's God, God's grace has covered it. No, I, I don't believe that. And if, I, don't, I know the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches us to seek God 
to seek his righteousness, to seek his holiness. And well, yeah. Yeah, and well, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no. No, I was just going to I was just going to say thank you for that very much and uh my last question and I don't have to hold on the line but I just wanted your opinion. I mean, people say things, you know, different pastors different, you know, I don't think anyone knows, but I just wanted your opinion on what how do you do you have any idea or anything what heaven is like? Mm. Well, let me ask you let me ask you a question, uh Chris. Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? Have you given your life to him? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just, want, I yeah, just when, wanted to make when, sure. Because yeah. you're asking questions, and I, and I just wanted to, to, to just tell you how much God loves you and how much you know, his, his, his grace does cover you. His grace has been given to you. It's, it's a free gift. And you can be assured of your salvation when you've given your life to him. But, you know, there's a sermon that I preached a long time ago and the title says so much, grace that does not change you has no power to save you. Mm. With grace comes change. Not because you have to change in order to receive God's gift, but because there's a love affair going on between you and God now. Because you, yeah. you, when you, you know, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. And yeah. it's 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 obedience not out of keeping his law or, or rules or regulations. It's it's obedience so that you please him. You want to please him. You want to just can, you just want to grow in him. You just want to mature in him. You just want to just love him and, and 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 receive his love and give him love. It's just all about a relationship with him. And yes, yeah. you know the Bible tells us about heaven. The Bible gives us some idea about heaven, but I love where it says in Corinthians, First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter, it says, "What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, and what has not even entered into the heart of man, this is what God has prepared for those who love Him." And Jesus said, "I go to prepare a place for you." And in, in Revelation, it tells us that the streets there are made of pure, transparent gold. So. It's beyond our, our comprehension. It's beyond our understanding. But heaven is a place of such joy, of such pleasure, such happiness, such fulfillment. It's beyond us to even understand. You know, if, if you can imagine it. Go ahead. Well, can you, do you think, Pastor, that they have dogs there and cats? Oh, um, are animals are animals when they pass? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that there are animals there because Jesus said, uh, or the Bible tells us that the the lion will lay down with the lamb, you know, in heaven. And Aww. you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a metaphor. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think that there will be animals in heaven. I think there that we love our pets. We love them. They're part of our family. And I'm sure that when they that you know, even though they don't, they don't have a soul. You know what I mean? Even though Christ didn't die for them because they don't, they don't sin. It's not a sin when a lion eats a goat. You know what I mean? Or a lion kills a goat. The lion is just acting out of instinct. So it's not, it's not murder. It's not, it's not, you know. But what I'm saying is uh, animals don't have souls and, and they don't need to be saved. Jesus didn't die for them. But God loves them. God loves the animals. And I believe that the way we love our pets that our pets will be there in heaven with us. Oh, 
thank you for that. That means the world to me. Well, God bless yeah. you, Chris. Thank you for your call yeah, tonight. Thank you so much. Okay, and uh, you know, I, I haven't heard you for a while, but just wanted to say to you, Pastor, that I pray and I hope that you and your family are doing better. I know you were ill for a while, and may God bless you and heal you from anything. I hope you're doing better. You thank sound you. really good today. You sound like the Spirit is really moving in you today. So uh, may God keep you uh, safe and keep you healthy. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And have a wonderful Merry Christmas. God bless you. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Praise the Lord. Um, again, here we are. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. If you have a question or prayer request, whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever is in your heart tonight that you want to share or you want to ask about or you want to pray about, I encourage you. we got, uh, what, 20 minutes left, 19 minutes left. It's 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go to our phone lines. We're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? Hi, Sam. How you doing? Doing okay. Man, I missed you last week. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. It's a, uh, we were up in uh, the Bay Area, was uh, up with uh, some pastors for a pastor's conference, and got back late uh, late uh, last Saturday. So uh, I'm glad the guys filled in for me. They did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I had a question to ask you. How do you feel about the deliverance ministry? Well, what do you what do you mean by the deliverance ministry? What does that mean? Well, more or less, do you feel that a lot of churches practice that, uh, like casting out demons? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't. You know, it's a good question because you don't want to be looking. You don't want to be looking for demons. Uh, I know I've heard of people that that that, that they, they encounter demons all the time, and it's hard for me to believe. Uh, but there are demonic spirits out there, and there are people that are demon possessed. Um, you know, I, so I think that a pastor needs to be aware, and 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 you know, aware that there are demons out there, and that there are people who are demon possessed, and needs to be equipped and ready to right. to deal with these things when they come up. But I'm afraid that. Too many people uh, take mental illness and yeah. and mistake it for demon possession, paranoia, and and different things that that people show or or you know uh, uh, multiple uh, personalities uh, right. that people are suffering with and think it's demon possession. You know no, every no, other no. every other uh, aspect of what could be going on should be looked at first. Before, uh, you know, before that, uh, before somebody would, would 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 think that there's demon possession, or I have to say, right. if the if the Holy Spirit reveals to somebody that this person is demon possessed, the pastor must be ready to right. to pray and to come against uh, these demon possessions. Do I, I hope, do, do I, I believe that. in in ministries that are dedicated to 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 this thing? I think that can get out of hand. And I think it's it's a very delicate thing to deal with, and I think somebody you should be very careful about getting involved with ministries that that specialize in demon possession. Now, how about pre Christians who pray for people that they're demon possessed and they're speaking in tongues? Is that biblical? 
Say that again. What's your question about that again? Like, for example, uh, say a person comes to the church mm-hmm. and uh, they live in the streets, they're homeless. Okay, uh-huh. now they're, they're being prayed for to cast a demon out, and a, and a person in the church is praying for them in tongues. Is that biblical? Um, I, I, you know, praying for people in tongues is biblical. I don't know if this particular circumstance, if it's biblical or not. Uh, but, but you know, I pray for people when we're in church, and uh, you know, we're praying for somebody, and I will pray in tongues for a person. Uh, we lay hands on people. We pray in tongues. Um, sometimes you don't know how to pray for somebody, and right. if you pray in tongues, the Spirit is praying through you for that person to God, and you can pray with confidence that the Holy Spirit is praying for them for their particular needs. So I feel comfortable praying for people in tongues. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. I, I believe it's biblical. I believe it's for today. Now there are Christians that would that would disagree with me. And that's fine. This is something yeah, we can John agree MacArthur to disagree about. Right? Say that again. John MacArthur. Yeah, John MacArthur. He's uh, he's 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 pretty uh, he, he he's pretty vocal about that. He does not believe in speaking in tongues at all. Right, right. I have one more last one. Um, a, a scripture where the dead in Christ shall rise. The trumpet will sound. That will the the whole world. Hear the trumpet, or is that just the believers? Uh, I think it's just the believers. I'm not sure. Uh, I know everybody will see him when he returns. Uh, well, think about this. Jesus said that he's going to come back as a thief in the night. Right. So it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be uh, unexpected. And I believe that just as the believers will hear the trumpet uh, and will be caught up in the air with him. I don't believe the unbelievers will hear it because there's not, it's not going to affect them in any way. They're going to be left behind. Uh, but I believe that his second coming, the whole world, the entire world will see him. And uh, up, until, you know, up until just recently, this last uh, 50, 60, 70 years, that was impossible. That couldn't. That could not be. That couldn't have happened. But with now, with with television, and with with satellite television, with CNN and and and, and Fox News, you know, they, they cover things instantly. Can you imagine? The whole world could be watching on television as Jesus returns. It's not impossible anymore. It's right. It, it's it's right there. It's, it's. I mean, things happen, and within minutes, we're watching it happen. It could be across. Right. It could be across the ocean. It could be on the other side of the world, and there are video cameras. There are. Uh, there, there's there's news reports. I mean, it's there, and we can see it instant, almost instantaneously. And I think that's uh, that's an amazing thing because it's only these within this last century that that would be actually physically possible, that the whole world would see Christ return. But thankfully, we won't be here then. We'll be coming back with him. They'll be watching us too. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to say, man, these people were right. Yeah. And, you know, so anyway, well, thanks, Sam. Uh, You're doing a great job. God bless you. Thank you, Eddie. God bless you, my friend. Merry Christmas. I hope it's not too early to say Merry Christmas. Uh... Okay, let's go back to our phone lines. And if you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a Bible question or a testimony and praise report, you you, you want to call in tonight. It's 
888-528-5552. Let's go to our next caller. We're going to talk to Louie. Hi, Louie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Pastor. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, man? All right. Hey, I have a uh, touchy subject for you. Okay. All right. I have some family members, in-laws, uh, apostolic. Okay. They're, right. they're part of the, the Jesus-only movement? Yes. The, the oneness movement. Okay. UPC. Okay. All right, and uh, we'll talk on the Puerto Rico pastor. Hey. And uh, touchy, touchy subject. They're saying that the Trinity, we are not saved. If you believe in the Trinity, you're not saved. Yes. Okay. So what is your intake on this? My intake is that that is a total lie. Okay. Uh, we, well, yeah, the, I know that myself. The, the Bible... The Bible. What is it that they believe in? Oh, what is it that they believe in? Okay. Yes. They believe, okay, we believe in the Trinity. Oh, yes. And the Trinity is that we believe in one God. Okay. Revealed in three persons. Okay. And those three persons are eternally distinct. In other yes. words, uh, there's one God, okay, and within that one God, we see the Father, we see the Son, and we see the Holy Spirit. All three exist at the same time, not three different gods, one God, okay? And then they are eternally distinct in that the Father is never the Son. The Son is never the Holy Spirit. The, the Father is always the Father, the Son is always the Son, and the Holy Spirit is always the Holy Spirit. They don't change. The oneness movement believes that God changes. We believe in the Trinity, they believe in what's called modalism. Where, okay, mo, uh, remember the old VCRs? Okay. And remember there was a little switch that you could change the speed of the of the tape? Those okay. were those were called the SP mode, the LP mode, the LLP mode. Hey. This changed the way the machine worked. It worked in three different modes. Well, they believe that God works in the same way, that he changes himself, that the Father became the son he changed from the father into the son okay and that jesus uh it, it, and that you have to believe in in jesus and jesus only only because okay. because there is no god the father there's only jesus okay All right, so are they denying the father yes they deny the father they deny the trinity you know, they deny that God is a triune being. They deny the Trinity, and they say that that, that, that that Jesus alone is God. And you have to believe in Jesus, and Jesus only, and you have to be baptized in his name. Because if you're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you're not saved. The only uh -huh. way to be saved is to be baptized in Jesus' name and Jesus' name alone. Also, you were talking, we were talking, I was talking with Eddie about tongues, Okay. They say if you don't speak in tongues, you're not exactly. saved. You're not yeah. saved. Now, you're not where does go to right now? Where does the Bible say that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved? It never says that. Well, I never heard it, that. It never says that, that that you're not saved. It says that you're saved by grace through uh -huh. faith in Jesus Christ. Right. You know, and, and 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 Jesus came and said, you know, who he, he you know, John seventeen this the seventeenth chapter of John is dedicated to a prayer. Uh, it's all about a prayer that Jesus prayed to the Father. 
So what was Jesus doing? Was he praying to himself? All the times that Jesus went off on his own and prayed alone, you know, who was he praying? He was praying to his Father. He was praying for strength. He was praying for the Holy Spirit. You know, it says the Holy Spirit came and ministered to him. You know, so the the the, the, the belief of of the UPC Church is totally off. It's a cult. They are a cult. And let me tell you something. If you if you believe the doctrine of the of the UPC, you are not saved. There is well, no salvation. There is no salvation in their teaching. Another question there. I mean, Sardam to the one on the Shiba, Holy Spirit go Holy Spirit I believe they have a false uh, 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 speaking in tongues. They don't. They don't. Wow. They, they, I don't believe that they're inspired by the Holy Spirit in speaking in tongues. I mean, uh, you could say "time uh, I bow tie," "time I bow tie," "time I bow tie," you know, hey. and it sounds like tongues. It sounds you know if you keep saying it over and over and over again, you know, there's All false right. tongues. There are false tongues. Wow. And I I believe that the tongues that they that they uh, exhibit. Are false tongues? I don't because there's because there's too much false teaching in this in the, in that church in that cult. Okay. And you know Gregory Boyd wrote a great book on right. uh, on the UPC Church. It's uh, uh, Oneness Pentecostalism and the Trinity by Gregory Boyd. And uh, if you want to know more about uh, the UPC Church or if you need more information, I would uh, I would get a hold of that book. And, Gregory uh, Boyd. Gregory Boyd, B-O-Y-D. Uh, just Google it or go to Amazon. It's uh -huh. one, Oneness Pentecostalism and the Trinity <coughs> by Gregory right. Boyd. He's, I mean, it, it's, 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 that's... I mean, we're surrounded by a lot of these people. Yeah, and, you know, they're, they're stuck on Acts 2.38. Yeah. You know, that's their main scripture. And really, they don't know what they're, they don't know what they're talking about. They really don't. They don't know what the true message of the gospel is or the true message of the Bible is because all through the Bible it talks about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, all through the Old Testament we see the Father revealed, we see the Holy Spirit revealed. And then in the New Testament when Jesus shows up we see the manifestation of the second person of the Trinity. We see Jesus Christ. And here's the thing. If you, right. if you, look, if you look in, uh, in Philippians, okay, yeah. Philippians, the second chapter, it says, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Jesus Christ, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality, not equality with God. Okay? He was equal to God. So it says uh -huh. his, he was equal with God. This was not a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him. So how do you have the same person? Did Jesus do all this to himself? I mean, he existed in the form of God. And then he emptied himself and became a servant. Who did he become a servant of? You know, Jesus Christ, was he serving himself? Who was he obedient to? Who, who highly exalted him? He highly exalted himself? Please, read the Bible. Read the Bible. The, the plain things are the main things. Jesus Christ is God. The Father is God. 
The Holy Spirit is God. How can this be? I don't know. Who can explain the Trinity? Who can explain the Trinity, Louis? No, we can't explain it, but we can see the teaching in the Bible that God is a Trinity. This is who he is. We, we can't dictate to God and say, this is how you should be. We can only accept how the Bible shows us who he is and receive that teaching. Okay, Louis. Yeah, hey, God bless you. God bless you, my brother. Thanks for the call. Interesting hey, I've got to tell you, your ministry is out of the world. Thank you, sir. God bless you. It's very kind. All right. All right. God bless. Thank you. Well, if you could hear that music in the background, you know we are out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. That's amazing. This, this hour passed by so quickly, and it always does because God is at work. God is at work. And I wish we had more time to spend with you guys. Well... Unfortunately, we have to sign off, but we'll be back here, God willing, next Saturday night. I hope you'll join us then. Don't forget to be in church. Today is the Lord's Day. Dedicate this day to the Lord. Honor Him with your time. Honor Him with your attitude. You know, go to church. When you go to church, don't go to church expecting to receive. Go to church expecting to give. Go to church with an offering. An offering to God and he will honor that he will honor that and bless you for it so let's go to church let's be in church let's seek the Lord I'll be in church tomorrow I hope you will too God bless you and good night <laughs>